When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years, and he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another installment of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. We had a big college football week six weekend, and we had a couple big games that happened in the Big Ten. Of course, you know I'm an Illinois fan, so we watched the Big Ten. There were some big games. Uh, Dreams were achieved out of the Big Ten this week for for some. Some dreams were lost. Uh, There were some big games that happened. Somebody is still alive for the Big Ten Championship and making a push for the college football playoff. Um, is somebody other than Ohio State actually going to make the college football playoff? Is somebody other than, than Ohio State going to win the Big Ten? It's quite possible. We're going to discuss 
week six big 10 and all of that here on the coach steve show podcast again please subscribe to the youtube channel the coach steve show youtube channel follow it on apple and spotify i know those for a fact that when a new episode drops it's going to alert you um i went back to team iphone and it's great with the apple podcast and spotify podcast check it out on iHeartRadio, pandora wherever you listen to your podcast and the coach steve show is going to be found there the Coach Steve Show is also a part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. If you go to bellyupsports.com, you'll find my podcast on there. So many other podcasts on there on every single sport, fantasy, and there's even stuff on there that's not about sports. you got your blogs and everything else. Please go check out the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, bellyupsports.com, and also check out their YouTube channel. There's a bunch of stuff going on there. Hit the subscribe button, subscribe button for both, and I appreciate it so much. And, of course, you know this show, I'm kind of leaning towards gambling and betting and who you should pick, um, certain bets that I think you should make. But I go through and pick college football games, Big Ten games, and everything else. And this podcast and the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network is now working with uh, Bet US or Bet Us, however you want to say it. If you use the link in the description below and go to Bet Us slash or dash, I should say, Belly Up Sports, and you use that link... And then when you go to sign up with that link and you use the code JOIN25, you're going to get 125% sign-up bonus. You have to have a minimum of $100 deposit, but then you're going to get 125% sign-up bonus. 100% of that bonus is going to only be able to use for sports betting. So if you want to go bet on NFL, college, Major League Baseball, the baseball playoffs are going on right now, all that stuff. That 100% of that deposit will go to that, but then 25% is going to go to the casino side of BetUS or BetUs, however you want to say it. So 25% is going to go to the casino side. You want to play some blackjack, some poker, anything like that. 25% of that $100 deposit is going to go there that they match. So again, use the description below, the link in the description, the BetUS-BellyUpSports. Then when you make a deposit and you join in, use the code JOIN25. And you're going to be able to make that deposit. Excuse me, join 125, not 25. Join 125 for the 125%. And you're going to get 125% sign-up bonus. So go do that. Go make some money. If you're listening to the picks I give you, go listen to that. And it'll let them know that I sent you and you're supporting the podcast and the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. So... My week six picks, I went four and one. The one was for my Illinois Fighting Illini. I always go with them, so that kind of hurts my record. But the other four, I did pick correctly. So, again, if you listen to who I pick and you trust me and you're going to that betting place to make your bet and use the code JOIN125, man, you're going to make some money and let them know I sent you. And, you know, maybe we can collaborate and make some picks together. But my to recap um, – to recap my picks, I uh, went four and one this week. So uh, not too bad. Not too bad. We did have some good games um, going in the Big Ten this week. Sorry, technical difficulties. Um, but we did have a good week of picking games. Um, we are going to go through these games from college football week six we are going to start off with uh, we're just going to start off right now ohio state of maryland this was a one-sided affair i did pick ohio state to win this game 
Ohio State won big 66-17 over Maryland. Now we'll say C.J. Stroud for Ohio State with a 406 passing yards. He is playing fantastic um, right now, but Ohio State does not really have that tough of a schedule when you look at um, Ohio State right now. They're getting pretty good rushing yards. Uh, Henderson had 102 yards rushing. Stroud is really coming into his own. He's a young quarterback trying to replace the shoes of Justin Fields. I mean, their 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 schedule has not been very tough. They had a close game with Minnesota. They lose to Oregon. They come out with Tulsa playing them t- tough, but beat them, beat our uh, Akron, Rutgers, and now Maryland. And then they play Indiana. Their next tough game isn't until. Uh, right before Halloween when they get Penn State. Then their next tough game after that is not going to be until in November when they play Michigan State and then Michigan. Um, So it is not a tough schedule, but I did pick Ohio State to win that one. Ohio State is Ohio State for a reason. Um, The question This always happens when they play this type of schedule. They're not playing real, 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 real tough competition. But Maryland is not quite there yet. Um... When you look at their stats here, Tua's brother is the talk of the town. Now, they are going to be not quite Ohio State level, but they're going to get there eventually. Um, Tua's brother actually had some good numbers. He was 28-39 to 39 for 279 yards, two touchdowns, but he did turn the ball over with two interceptions. Uh, their, their running back, uh, Famatu, which I said his name wrong, he had 71 rushing yards on only on nine carries. Um, but Ohio State is Ohio State. Now, the thing about Ohio State – they always try to get 50 to 60 points. And I think they do that because of the rankings. I think they try to do that to try to get them into the college football playoff. Not quite sure, but they're always trying to get to the big 66. They always try to score 48 to 60-some points. Never understand why. You know, they score 14 in the first, 21 in the second, 21 in the third. Like, at that point, when you're getting to that point, you should start to pull the dogs off. But I think they score all those points to make a statement. Um, but again, this one is a very... This one we're not going to talk about much because Ohio State is Ohio State. Uh, it's you know I think nobody was really unless you're a diehard Maryland fan, but Maryland should not fret over this too much. Um, looking at Maryland's schedule, which when we get to Week Seven, we'll make a pick there. I mean they're four and two, they're one and two in the conference, but they're four and two. You know they had a good win against West Virginia. Um, now they've played a tough schedule, Iowa and Ohio State. You know probably the two best teams in the Big Ten or three of the best teams in the Big Ten. If not four, you got two teams in Michigan that are playing pretty well. Maryland has a winnable game with Minnesota, Indiana, and then they have a tough schedule. Penn State, Michigan State, Michigan, the Rutgers. So they're going to have a meat grinder for schedule after coming off, you know, a decently schedule. Um, but they did, you know, they did lose a good wide receiver and and um, I'm going to say his name wrong, Dante DeMoose because he's expected to miss the rest of the season with a knee injury. Um, you know, that was a few days ago, so not having him does hurt in that wide receiver crew. But they are a young team. Um, they're really trying to rebuild that program from the ground up. and Not from, not necessarily from the ground up, but they're trying to get some success going. You know, you're playing Ohio State. Ohio State's on a mission to get to the Big Ten title game. They want to get into the college football playoff, which look at the landscape of things in college football. The, the door is still open. The window's cracked for them to get to the college football playoff. But in order for Ohio State to get to the college football playoff, unfortunately, they are going to have to win big like this. The, you're going to see if they can. They're going to try to score 50 to 60 points, try to make a statement. 
So people can look at them and say, oh my gosh, they're scoring 50, 60 points. They must be really, 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 really good and all that stuff. Trying to disguise everything, trying to hide everything. But they also have to win the Big Ten. But the window is cracked for them. But if a, a couple of different things have to happen in the Big Ten or the college football landscape for them to, to get there, I don't see them getting there. Especially if Alabama wins the SEC championship. You're going to have, then if that happens, you're going to have Alabama and Georgia in the playoff. If Cincinnati's undefeated, they're probably going to be there. But then you're going to have to look at other teams. Who have they lost to? Do you have an undefeated Coastal Carolina? Do you have this? Does Ohio State's weekend? Does Oklahoma stay undefeated? And God forbid they have to put them in and all that stuff. Once we start getting closer to that, we'll do our college football playoff predictions. But Ohio State's Ohio State for a reason. We kind of, I think everybody knew they were going to win that game. Michigan State is a up and coming team. They are playing. I did not see them playing this well this year. And I think you'd be lying if you told me that you knew they are going to be playing this this well. Now, Rutgers is playing much better. They're a much improved team. But Michigan State, man, they are coming out to play, and they have a really good run game. Walker might could win the Heisman. 29 carries for 232 yards and one touchdown. And Thorne, their quarterback, he had 340 yards passing. So these these Michigan State Spartans, represented by Rock and Mortgage, are just playing very well. And then 2021, Kenneth Walker III has 129 carries. He has 912 yards, nine touchdowns. He averages 7.1 yards a rush. That is absolutely insane. There is a possibility if they continue to do this, they might he could win the Heisman. Um, Rutgers kind of kept it close. It was seven to seven at the end of the first. Michigan State scores 14 in the second to Rutgers only scoring six, and then Rutgers doesn't score again. Now, they did only hold Michigan State to 10 points in the second half, but Michigan's not going to go out there and try to outscore you 40, 50, 60 points like Ohio State. They're going to run, run, run. They are a better version right now of of Wisconsin. Wisconsin doesn't really have a complimentary pass game to really go with the run game. But Michigan State is has a run game, a really good run game, and they've got receivers that um, Naylor, wide receiver, I'm going to say his name wrong, he had five receptions, 221 yards, and three touchdowns versus Rutgers. Michigan State's a better version of Wisconsin. They have a competent run game or a competent pass game to go along with their fantastic run game. So Michigan State right now is just playing very, very tough. Rutgers is up and coming. They're a couple years away. But Michigan State it, it, right now, to me, is probably the surprise team of the year. And they haven't had a tough schedule, I guess. They took care of business against Northwestern. They played Yale or Youngstown State, excuse me. Then they beat Miami, who Miami's not very good. Nebraska in a close game, which Nebraska always plays tough. Western Kentucky and Rutgers. Then they got Indiana. Now the big test is going to be in Michigan in a couple weeks. And then when they get to the very end of their schedule is Ohio State and Penn State. That's where we're really going to see who they are. But the, part of the name of the game of football is confidence. Confidence, confidence, confidence. If Michigan State is running this, this ball really, really well, and they, they're they a better version of Wisconsin, but they kind of remind me of Iowa right now. We'll get to Iowa here in a minute because that was the biggest game of the year. They have a competent pass game with this amazing run game, and their defense is is hitting hard and tackling very well, and they just have this confidence, this swagger about them. They're kind of like Iowa. Maybe that's a better 
better comparison. But from watching Wisconsin for the last couple of weeks, it just seems like that's kind of what they're better at. They're really good at running the ball. They're really good at their zone reads, GT, and all that stuff. And they're good at play action. When they play action, and they're able to, you know, one of the ways they scored against Rutgers was they faked the bubble screen. He was chopping like he's going to block, and he just took off, and it's wide open. So when you give a quarterback that gets some confidence and he's able to be competent in the pass game, you know, uh, Peyton Thorne, who is from Illinois, up here in the suburbs of Naperville, right now he has 1,576 passing yards, 14 touchdowns, and only two interceptions. His QBR is 82.8. So when you have a competent quarterback and he is only a sophomore and he has some confidence, good things are going to happen for you. So we got to watch out for Michigan State Spartans represented by Rock and Mortgage. But that's the big surprise right there. Another big game that happened was Michigan played Nebraska. Scott Frost still has a job. I feel like he's coaching for his job. Right now they're 3-4. and four, But they played tough. They played Michigan very tough. Michigan, I, these two Michigan teams are probably the surprises of the year for me. Because Michigan has struggled, as we know, and Jim Harbaugh, was he going to be fired at the end of the year? Renegotiates his contract. And it's embarrassing of a contract. Okay, we're going to pay you way, 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 way less money than we've paid you. You're going to have to earn the money. And it's kind of just saying, like, we don't really trust what you're we don't really trust what you're doing anymore. So you're going to have to earn it. So it's almost like in a way, it kind of sounds good. Like every win you get, you're gonna get paid, but that's kind of what it is. Like you have to do X, Y, and Z in order to get paid, kind of like most jobs. But it was a close game. Michigan squeaked it out, thirty-two to, to twenty-nine. Um, zero to zero in the first quarter. Michigan scores thirteen in the second quarter, so it's thirteen nothing. Michigan going in, but then Nebraska has a huge third quarter um, after Michigan kind of turned the ball over a couple times. To score 22 in the third, and then Michigan scores 13 to Nebraska 17. One thing I will say, if you go back and watch the game, what is up with Nebraska's headsets? If anybody ever sees a headset for football, it's like headphones if you're watching the audio version, and you've got the microphone part coming down, and you got, you know, um, the muffler thing kind of on it to where it's not picking up all the sound. You know, when you look at podcasts, they kind of have it on their microphones. His literally was like, I don't even know half the size of my fist right here. Like, what is going on there? Like, maybe that's why they're losing because their headsets look stupid. But Scott Frost, I feel like, is coaching for his job. And the only reason why he's able to keep it is because he's in these close games. But I think the Scott Frost era needs to be done. I think they're going to wait till the end of the. Year. I think they're going to wait till the end of the year. But when you have a decent quarterback and like Martinez, he he balled out two hundred ninety one yards passing three touchdowns and one, only one interception you've got it and you're in these close games you've got to figure out a way to coach and get these kids prepared and and to get them to play and win these close games now Michigan's a surprise I think Michigan is just flying under the radar now they're getting close they're getting close to being really back on the radar when they're ranked in the top 10 top 8 top 6 top 7 when they're going to start to be talked about is when they drop but right now, nobody's really talking about them. They're flying under the radar. But their defense, I am a Don Brown fan, and I think he should still be on the team. But right now, Michigan is playing well. The defense did give up a lot of points, but I mean, they're they're playing very well. 
Um, their offense is scoring 38.8 points a game. They've scored 233 points. So right now, they are being sneaky good. Their offense is just a simple offense. Literally taking what they give you. They're not doing the, all this fancy stuff. They're just doing what they do. They're getting a lot of in, out of the run game. I think Jim Harbaugh really took a step back and is just trying to be the CEO and and all those type of things. But Michigan is being sneaky good. Now with Nebraska, they... Something's going on there. I think they need to have a new head coach. No offense to Scott Frost. He's done some really good things. But they're just in too many close they're in too many close games that they're not winning. Sometimes that comes down to coaching. I mean, they lose to Illinois first game, which I was happy for. Then you beat Fordham. Then you beat Buffalo, which Buffalo's a good team, but you're you're supposed to win that one. Then you play close to Oklahoma. Could have pulled that one out. Played a close one with Michigan State. It took overtime for them to beat you. Win big against Northwestern. Then lose a close one to Michigan. Then you got Minnesota, Purdue, that they could win. But then you got Ohio State, which is a tough one. Wisconsin, if they can get their passing going, is a tough one. Then you've got Iowa, who's probably going to win the Big Ten. Scott Frost looked like a defeated man after that game. He did not. It just it really started to hit him. He did not. He just looks like a defeated man. Maybe he needs to lose his job. They need a new head coach there. It is tough to recruit to Nebraska when you've got Iowa and all of them up there. Iowa State's coming on. Like, it just looks like they need a new head coach. Looks like they need heat. He just looks defeated. They need to uh, to hit the reset button, which there's no shame in in hitting that reset button. But I think think they're going to wait till the end of the year to make that decision because maybe they're not a fan of firing coaches midseason. I'm not a fan of that, but... It's time to make a change, time to start a new regime in Nebraska. But watch out for those Michigan Wolverines. They are playing way better than anybody thought they were. At least I didn't think so. Defense is playing much better. And, you know, I'm a big Don Brown fan. I didn't think he should have been fired. But they're playing pretty well. And what can you say? Defense is playing tough. The biggest Big Ten game that happened this weekend was number four Penn State Nitty Lions traveled to Play the Iowa Hawkeyes, who were number three in the nation at the point six and zero versus, uh, or five and zero versus five and zero undefeated in conference versus undefeated in conference. This game was destined to be a low-scoring game. The Iowa Hawkeyes, who I have picked to win the Big Ten and make it to the college football playoff, squeaked out a win, twenty-three to twenty. Now, actually, Penn State came in and played that game very well. These teams are very similar when you watch them. Penn State's more of a pro style where they go in eye formation. They're going to do more fullback dives. They're going to do more stretch plays from under center. They're going to do play actions and do short passes and get a good run game going. Penn State does very similar things. They just do it out of a pistol or shotgun, mainly shotgun with the quarterbacks five yards behind the, the, the center. But the, Penn State came out and played hard. First quarter was 14-3. to three. Iowa just looked like they were very inconsistent moving the ball. They would get a good run. Then they tried to do something to get to the outside, and Penn State would fly up and make the play. But what was the big turning point was when Penn State's quarterback, uh, Sean Clifford, he exited the game, and there's, as of right now, as this is recording, it was an uh, unlisted injury, unspecified injury. He came out in the game. And then they had to go uh, to their backup quarterback. And when that happens, 
It's really tough to come back from. Now, when Sean Clifford came out of the game, he did have two interceptions. That kept Iowa in the game. Iowa's safeties did play very well. Their corners played very well. Iowa has a, a good defense. When you only allow 20 points to some people, that's tough or does not put you in a situation to really win, but that's still putting them in a situation to win. So this Penn State team is not going to be flashy. They look like Pittsburgh Steelers. That's exactly what they look like. They have the same type of uniforms, and they play the same way. They're going to have their stretch plays. They're going to be under center. They're going to have eye formations. They're starting to figure out how to do things out of gun, which makes them dangerous. And Petrus, their quarterback, he's competent. Like when you give him a – he only had 195 yards passing – but he's going to do just enough for them to win the game. The defense is going to fly up and make plays. They're going to do just enough to win the game. They're going to spread the ball around in the run game. When you look at their rushing, uh, Goodson had 88 yards, and then you have 195. Like they're not looking to score 40, 50 points like Oklahoma or uh, Oklahoma too, but Ohio State. They are okay with scoring 23 points and winning because in their mind it shows how tough they are in close games that they can win. But when for Penn State, when your starting quarterback gets hurt, you got to put Robertson in, who went seven to twenty-one for thirty-four yards. I feel for that kid. That's a tough thing to go into Iowa. It's a it's a hostile environment. But when that happens and you can't get a run game going, and Iowa knows when that backup came in, they said you have to beat us passing the ball. So what they started doing was they started to stack the box. They really started to push everything inside to their linebackers. They have NFL caliber linebackers. They are going to win the game. That's what they're going to do. They are forcing them to run past the ball, and they couldn't. They knew Sean Clifford could, so they knew that that was going to be a battle. If Sean Clifford stays in that game, it's quite possible that Penn State pulls this win out. But you got to give kudos to Iowa for how they played and how they won. And they're just going to chip away. If you listen to another podcast I did, they're going to chip away at the rock, chip away at the rock. I am a big fan of uh, Petrus. He throws a good ball. He's going to manage the game well. He's going to make those intermediate throws. He's not going to give you 400 yards passing. He can, but they're going to look at to run the ball. They're going to look to do all that type of stuff. Because when you look at the overall, third down was big. They were 7-19 for Iowa. Total yards at 305 yards, which they're fine with. Passing yards, they had 195. They had 110 rushing. They're very balanced. They did not have a lot of penalties. Uh, Penn State had a lot of penalties there. Um, but Penn State turned the ball over four times. You turn the ball over four times, especially with a young quarterback or a backup quarterback, you are not going to win the game. And Iowa only turned the ball over once through an interception. But they also held the ball for a while. When, when Iowa holds the ball for 35 minutes and 53 seconds compared to 24, they're going to win. You're putting them in a position to win. So this was a huge game, and to some people, it was a very boring game. And you got to feel bad for Sean Clifford. When he stayed in the game, maybe they would have won. Maybe Iowa should have. Iowa doesn't want to open up the playbook unless they have to. They're going to stick with their power run game. They're going to stick with their inside zone and their outside zone and running trap and all that type of stuff that they do, with, and then fullback dives. But when you force them to open up the playbook, when you used to do that to Iowa, they struggle or you're putting them in an uncomfortable situation. We've already seen that they can do that, but they're not going to do it unless they have to. They are perfectly fine. Run, 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 run. Short pass, short pass, run, 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 because they have a defense that's going to be able to combat and keep them in the game. If they see their defensive struggling, they will open it up 
and they will score points if they have to. They just, if they don't have to, they're not going to. And that type of team is dangerous. That type of team is very dangerous. I thought this was a good game. People thought it was boring. This was a great game. It was an electric place to be at. They did storm the field, which they'll probably get fined for, which I find incredibly dumb. But when you give Petrus time to throw the ball, he's going to tear you up. You let these running backs run on you. When you're Penn State or any team that's going to play Iowa, when Iowa's defensive line gets hands-on the offensive lineman, it's over. When they get extension, it's over. If you can't get to Iowa State's uh, linebackers, it's over. It is over when you cannot get to them and you allow those type of linebackers that they have, the NFL linebackers that they have, to go make plays. You're not going to do it when you can't double team and you can't get there. You're going to struggle. They have a good defense. They make a lot of tackles, have a lot of solo tackles, and that's all you can do. So for me, Iowa is probably – like when you can't get to Jack Campbell, who has 26 solo tackles, he has a sack, force fumble, those type of players who might go to the NFL – going to be a long day for you. going to be a long day for you. Um, Jack Corner play, makes a lot of tackles, 25 solo tackles, just like a linebacker, like those type of things, two intercepts, two intercepts, two interceptions, I cannot talk. You're going to have a long day. I've picked Iowa to win the Big Ten. I think they could out-bully and out-muscle uh, Ohio State. So it was a great game. Watch out for Iowa. They are going to probably be number two in the nation after Alabama fell. Georgia will be number one. Iowa is going to be number two in the nation. And when you look at Iowa's schedule, um, they have a favorable schedule. Um, They play Purdue. They're going to play Wisconsin, Northwestern, Minnesota, Illinois, and Nebraska. To some people, they say, well, they don't have a tough schedule. But when you give them some confidence, going into the Big Ten title game, probably versus Ohio State or Michigan, and we'll get there later on, and we got to watch more out for Michigan. They are the big surprise. But Iowa has a schedule here. The only team on here I could see maybe pulling off an upset is Wisconsin. But they have a favorable schedule set for them to go undefeated. They get some confidence. They're going to beat people up. They're not going to open up this playbook and have all this stuff on film either. They're they're going to win and do some damage. So watch out for the Iowa Hawkeyes. All right, that will wrap up this episode. We are now going to move on to our Big Ten picks. There's some good football teams in the Big Ten. I know that's not the SEC and whatever, but we got some good teams um, and some a lot of surprise teams. So we're coming into Week Seven. It's crazy thinking we're coming to Week Seven of the Big Ten. Actually, college football in general coming into Week Seven. My Illinois final line are going to take a bye week, which they desperately need. Coming in, the Michigan State Spartans, represented by Rocket Mortgage, will be coming at number ten in the which is crazy to think coming from how bad they played in the COVID year. They are traveling to Indiana to play the Hoosiers. Indiana was the surprise team of last year. They are not quite the surprise team this year. They have a couple holes on their defense. They're not moving the ball quite as well as they did on offense. With their huge running attack and their probably Heisman candidate running back at Michigan State, they are traveling to Indiana. I am going to take Michigan State represented by Rocket Mortgage versus the Indiana Hoosiers. I am a fan of Indiana and what Tom Allen does, but Michigan State's run game has just been incredible. And Thorne at quarterback is playing like um, Petrus at Iowa. 
going to have to go with Michigan State, represented by Rocket Mortgage. Nebraska with Scott Frost still coaching for his life, still has a job, playing in a lot of close games, traveling to Minnesota, who has been up and down themselves, playing in close games, getting blown out, winning some close games. I think the rails are still going to fall off for Nebraska. I think P.J. Fleck is a pump-up guy. He's going to have them ready to play. I am going to go with the Minnesota Gophers over Nebraska. Scott Frost is just going to continue to spiral down. He looked like a defeated man. I know he was upset for his team, but he just looks defeated. Rutgers travels to Northwestern. Northwestern coming off a good year last year is struggling this year, and Rutgers has had a tough schedule. They have improved. I think Rutgers is going to pull this one out against Northwestern. Something is just not going right uh, for Coach Fitzgerald, who I'm a huge fan of. He's a great coach. Something is not going right there. Purdue travels to now number two ranked in the nation, Iowa Hawkeyes. You guys know how I feel about Iowa. Their football team, not a fan of their basketball team. Purdue's going to go and get thumped against Iowa. And then probably the biggest game in the Big Ten. It's not even a Big Ten team versus a Big Ten team. It is Army going against Wisconsin after a big win against my Illini. And Wisconsin ran the ball very, very, very well. Their past game struggles. This one is a tough one for me. You have Army who comes in and runs the flex bone triple option, a lot of zone dive, a lot of midline option. They will throw the ball here and there, but they are big in the run game. It's going to be clock control. They want to keep Wisconsin's offense on the other side. But when you look at Wisconsin, they have a great run defense, and it's going to be put to the test. It is going to be put to the test big time. This is a big time game for Army and Wisconsin. Uh, it just it all depends if Army can move the ball and keep Wisconsin's defense offense on the sideline. They have a good shot, but it's going to be very very fun to see a, r- a complete run game in Army versus Wisconsin's run stop defense that they have. It's going to be very fun. I mean, you know, part of me wants to pick Iowa. But, I mean, reality, you're going to have to pick Wisconsin because when you look at it, does Army and these type of teams usually beat these teams? Who knows? But the the way Wisconsin's pass offense has struggled, it's going to be see if they can get back on track. So I'm going to go out on a limb. But I'm going to say, it's kind of a limb still, but I'm going to just go with Wisconsin. If Wisconsin starts to pick up their pass game against Army, Army might struggle. But I think you're going to see you're going to see a low scoring affair unless someone breaks off some big runs. You're going to see Wisconsin and, and Army have the same game plan with Wisconsin saying we're going to try to keep Army's offense on the sideline, and Army is going to say we're going to have to combat this this real good rush defense, but try to keep Wisconsin's offense on the side as well. So I got Michigan State over Indiana. We're going with Minnesota over Nebraska, Rutgers over Northwestern, Iowa over Purdue, and Wisconsin over Army. And that wraps up another Big Ten recap and picks of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Again, go check out all the affiliates in the description below. Go check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe to it. Follow it. Um, the auto version on all the podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Go check out the bellyupsports.com, all that good stuff. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you guys next time. This has been another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Thank you so much.
Listen, if you're still living with bladder accidents, stop. It's time to get your life back. I was just like you until I found real relief with Axonics therapy. It's not a pill or a pad. It's a clinically proven advanced treatment. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors.